0: Hey everybody, Jeremy here with a quick programming note. The video that we watched uh, for this episode is called The Other Streak. It was produced by MLB Network about the 1988 Baltimore Orioles. That video can be found online uh, on MLB.com, but we also put a link to it on our website at raindelaytheater.com. We recommend that you Try to check it out before you listen to the episode. It might uh, enhance your uh, listening experience. So go ahead and check that out and then uh, come back to the episode. Or don't and uh, listen to us and then check it out afterwards. Uh, That's it. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, episode two of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jeremy Dionisio.
1: And I'm Jack Swakowski.
0: And, um, yeah, we're coming to you this week with a mini-sode of sorts. Um, you know, uh, we went to no the game a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we're in between games right now, but we did, uh, when we last left you, we were gonna we were talking about what game we were going to go to next, and we, we figured out it's going to be May 7th, is that correct?
1: Yeah, May 7th, uh, Monday, May 7th, uh, it's going to be Cubs versus Marlins, so we're going to be uh, doing our first uh, episode about an experience at Wrigley Field.
0: Yeah, that'll be pretty cool, and I'm I'm hoping that Derek Jeter doesn't fire me from being a Cubs fan. <laughs> <laughs> he he would have to do it over the phone, I guess.
1: Um. So. Uh, so yeah, we wanted to do a little mini so to sort of carry you over uh, until then. Um. Uh, and so we're this is it's uh, Monday, April 30th, right now. Uh, we're very glad to be done with uh, April in Chicago. It's been Oof. a brutal month, but uh, this is the weather finally broke today, and it was about 70 degrees. Uh, beautiful weather for baseball, uh, and the Cubs won a, a close one tonight.
0: Yeah, and of course. I was at the game yesterday, um, and I was freezing my, my butt off. And,
1: and so, uh, appropriately, uh, we are going to be talking, because I'm a Brewers fan, and they recently just dropped four games uh, to the Cubs over the weekend in uh, a pretty meek fashion. Uh, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about losing streaks. The Brewers actually rode into town uh, to Chicago on an eight-game winning streak uh and completely derailed that with the series they had.
0: Yeah, they showed a, a um, stat at the game yesterday. It was the first time since 1969 that the Cubs had shut out one team uh, four times in a month. So that was before yesterday, and then they shut them out again, so I, I, I didn't get the updated stats
1: on that. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, I wonder if they have ever shut out a team five times in a month. Yeah, even in this
0: modern era, it seems like pretty hard to, to do that. Of course, it's hard to do that.
1: Um. The Brewers got back on, on a winning track today versus the Reds, thankfully. Uh, Travis Shaw... Um, Uh, Tweeted out to Brewers fans uh, (laughs) something along the lines of, you know, I don't want to. He said, I don't want to copy Aaron Rodgers, but uh, everybody needs to chill. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers famously said a few years ago uh, after the Packers started one and two, he told everybody to R E L A X, relax. Uh, So Travis Travis Shaw did that, and you know now Travis Shaw. Is one of my favorite brewers, uh, but uh, and you know I'm a smart enough baseball fan to know that you know there's no reason to panic. It's just four games in April. The Brewers are one and seven versus the Cubs this year, but it is just four games in April. It's very early, and I'm a smart enough baseball fan to know that there's a lot of golf left here. But uh, you know I I I don't really like being told how to feel either. <laughs> you know I think it's perfectly acceptable for for fans to be a little upset about not only losing the series but the way they lost it.
0: Yeah, and to the Cubs too. Like that's the team that they're going to be chasing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think. Likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it's you know kind of ironic that uh, people were worried about the Brewers' rotation this year, but it was actually the rotation that was really good in that series, and the offense which they uh, which which didn't didn't show up. Yeah, totally um, true.
0: Yeah, okay, so um, you know, I thought we thought that uh, a good um kind of uh, focal point to uh base this Minnesota around was um a special that MLB Network um uh, made and, and released a couple days ago about the nineteen eighty-eight Baltimore Orioles who famously started Owen twenty-one. Um it was a nice, like, little 15-minute, like, mini uh, documentary about uh, that team and about the start, and uh, I I just, I, I watched it, and I, I was loving every second of it, and I, I texted you, Jack, to, to check it out, and uh, we decided to, like... Make that kind of like the the center point of uh, this little mini-sode.
1: Yeah, it was terrific. Um, uh, you know, and, and it, it was fifteen minutes. If it was a half hour, if it was an hour, I'm still I still would have loved it. I think yeah. I think because it was so short and sweet and condensed, uh, you know, that was a one of the reasons it was really good. But it, all of the people uh, uh who they interviewed uh, were all great. All people I love. Uh, Tim Kirkjan. Uh, yeah. if I'm am I pronouncing that Kirk- right? Kirkjan. Kirkjan. Is it Kirkjan? Okay. Yeah. Tim Kirkjan. Uh, Ken Rosenthal. I love John Miller. I had sort of forgotten. Yeah. I I have always been a big Big fan of John Miller's. John Miller and Joe Morgan for (laughs) ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. uh, Because he used to be on Sunday Night Baseball with Joe Morgan. I remember my dad telling me he didn't like Joe Morgan because Joe Morgan always talked about about himself uh, in his career. Oh, well,
0: Um, and you ask any Cubs fan what they think of Joe Morgan and. He'll, they can probably reference all the times that he put down Ryan Sandberg and just like uh, downplayed all the achievements that he did. So yeah, I don't like Joel Morgan
1: either. Um, uh, and, uh, I think that John, uh, John Miller, uh, though, I think he still does giants games. Does he, he He
0: does. Yeah. And I actually had no idea that he was ever with the Orioles. I always neither. thought he was a lifer, San uh, San Francisco giant announcer. Yeah. Ni- uh,
1: neither did I. So it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, it was, it was great hearing from him. Uh, and also, you know, uh, one thing that really uh, struck me was what a what a douche for for what a douchebag Billy Ripkin seems like he is Oof. for a guy for a guy who accomplished nothing in his career yeah. and probably only <laughs> made the bigs because because of his brother and his uh-huh. dad. Yeah. Um. He the
0: guy he's a he's a douchebag. He's a humorless, like just life suck. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. So this is funny because I was gonna actually. I was gonna gracefully approach my thoughts about uh-huh. Bill Ripkin, um, you know, in the false pretenses that <laughs> we may one day cross paths with him. Uh-huh. But yeah, let's just let's just put it all out there, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I, I've. Okay, so I'm a big fan of MLB Network, and, like, that, the general, like, say what you would about Kevin Millar, like, as a player. Like, I think, like, he was a very very annoying person to, like, have to deal with. Um, he was never on a team that I rooted for, but, like, he seemed like an annoying guy. But I think he's great for MLB Network. I, I love uh, intentional talk, and I think that he's really funny, and, uh, like, I like the vibe that he brings. I feel like he kind of sets the tone for the whole network. The network is pretty, like comedic it's pretty like you know laid back and, and pretty humorous and everything and then and so like their show for sure is like the most like kind of like uh jovial show on the network and so they they'll they'll like roast someone like or they'll, they'll kind of rib them a little bit when they're on as a guest and so they had billy ripkin on to do like a remote piece and they found some kind of video that he made like some instructional video and they played it uh coming back from from the commercial and. You know, they, they were they were ragging on Billy Ripken. It was him, like, showing kids how to, like, swing a bat and, like, you know, field a ball, like Tom Amansky baseball stuff. And they were ragging on him. And, like, it was a it was a cheesily made, like, low-budget video. And, like, Billy Ripken it was not, he was like, I don't know what you guys think is so funny. Like, it's like, man, come on. Like, lighten up a little bit. Like, of all the shows, like, expect that to happen. And he just had no sense of humor about it whatsoever. And, like, it, it, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's, like, someone without a sense of humor. Humor. And it's like, come on, man, like you, you you played in the big leagues, you have a nice job now. It's like, what, what do you have to like be like defensive about? Like, just, just take it, just wear it and just like joke along. And like, it, it was, it's pretty pathetic. And so from that point, I was like, this guy just has no sense of humor whatsoever.
1: And that, that was definitely how he came off in uh, in his interviews. Um, yeah, I was
0: wondering. I was trying to, like, cut him... I was, like, trying to approach it from, like, a, a viewpoint of someone who doesn't have a preconceived notion about Billy Ripkin. But, like, yeah. I mean, he certainly plays, like, the angle of, like, not finding... Like, he's like, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. And, like, he... No sense of humor about it. They talked to Terry Kennedy. They talked to Fred Lynn. Fred Lynn...
1: Fred Lynn had a great sense of humor absolutely. about it. Absolutely. really
0: funny. Couldn't have been better. And, like, honestly, I... I didn't, you know, I didn't know as much at the time. I was uh, six years old, going on seven. Anyway, um, like so, I still kind of remember it, but like I didn't know anything about Fred Lynn at the time. But like Fred Lynn had gone and uh, been and done so many great things at that point. Like I almost feel bad for him. Like he was stuck on this '88 uh, Orioles team. Like when he was like thinking, like, oh man. Red Sox, seventies. Darn it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I and mean, who was that guy that John Miller called out? His, I think his last—he was an outfielder. His last oh. name was Stone. Yeah, um, I don't—I
0: don't remember that guy. Like, I don't. Yeah, I forgot what his name was. Yeah,
1: they were like he, John Miller was like they had this outfielder named Stone. He—he he didn't know how to play the game. <laughs> um, and if you look at that guy's career numbers, they're horrible. Um, yeah. He played—he played parts of seasons with a couple different teams, uh, and it's—it's it's really bad. Um, I'd have to
0: see, like, his, like, baseball card. Jeff Stone? Yeah, Jeff Stone. That's yeah, who it was. Um, fantastic. Oh, yeah. he was a 162. He, he took a 164 that year, but
1: <laughs> Um, You know, speaking of, like, not Ouch. having a sense of humor about things, uh, this is something that um, I, I'm glad we're going to remember to bring up. Uh, but uh, So so when we went to the uh, Cubs-Cards game uh, <laughs> about two weeks ago, so after the game, uh, Jeremy and I were uh, walking home. We live about a half-hour walk uh, from Wrigley. So we were walking and We got to about Irving park, which is about halfway uh, home for us, and uh, there was a Cardinals fan walking down the street, and this Cardinals fan, <laughs> the Cardinals uh, won that game 5-3, to three, and then uh, it, it came down to the last batter for the Cubs, and this Cardinals fan sees Jeremy with his Cubs gear on, and he goes, hey hey, did the Cubs come back and win that one in the ninth? Yeah. Like, and just immediately, immediately, Jeremy goes, yeah, yeah, we won the World Series in 2016. Just immediately, Jeremy <laughs> was just not having it with this guy. Yeah,
0: no, that was almost, like, instinctual. Like, yeah, I, okay, so I, I want to take a crack at the voice, too. This could be a really mm-hmm. big comedic yeah. moment. But, like, yeah, I turned the corner. He's weird. This guy looked maybe like his head was uh, near too many gasoline engines. He might have inhaled <laughs> some fumes over the years or something. But, um, and he had, I f- believe he was fairly tatted up. He had a Cardinals jacket. Mm-hmm. He turns the corner and he's like, "Hey, did the Cubs come back in the ninth inning?" And I, yeah, yeah, instinctually, I was just, I, like, "I was like, no," but we won the World Series in 2016. And then he. He started walking away, and then this—I feel like if I ever have like these like kind of smart aleck exchanges with the people, this is what it happens. You you keep walking, and it tr- kind of trails off, and you kind of don't hear what he said. But he said something about like three World Series. I'm like, you you won eleven World Series, and he's, and then he goes like, we got three, we got eleven here, three. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, and that was pretty much it. But it was a nice little uh, moment there.
1: Uh huh. And I bring this uh, I bring this up often, but uh, there, another instance of a Cubs fan just. <laughs> Cardinals fan rather just not behaving themselves at a, uh, a Cubs game. One time, Jeremy and I it was September 2015. It was a, a Pirates versus Cubs game. It was Chris Bryant bobblehead day, um, and we were both fortunate enough to get a bobblehead. Uh, so after the game, this uh, this guy, we're, we're walking out of the stadium through the left field exit, and this uh, this guy, we hear this guy yelling behind us. Now he has a Cardinals jersey on at a Cubs Pirates game yep. in September. He looked like he looked like Butterbean. Um, <laughs> And so he goes, uh, he, he, there's, there were these girls in front of him and they had bobbleheads too. And this guy goes, hey lady in the Chris Bryant jersey, I'll give you $20 for your bobbly head. That'll buy you some cocktails he sounded like uh, one of those cartoon characters who's uh, like a henchman like yeah sure boss I'll get you, Chris Bryant bobbly head <laughs> yeah. um,
0: he sounds like someone from Biff's uh, Biff Tannen's crew from Back to the Future <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, those are, uh, those are just a couple of instances of, of times we've run into Cardinals fans. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, so for me, for me, it's, it's not really, um, uh, in, uh teams that I, that I, that I don't like for me, it, uh, oftentimes it's, it's fan bases <laughs> Yeah, it's the people. it's the people, <laughs> right. Um, you know, I'll say that about like, I'm not a Wisconsin Badgers fan. I'm a Marquette fan. I will, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll say that about Badger fans or whatever, you know? So a lot of times when you, uh, when you hate the, uh. The team, you you begin to hate their fans as an extension of that. I'll also say that about like you know Red Sox fans or kind of Boston fans in general are very you know sort of I, I think uh, you know a little bit, uh, There's a, an element of hubris um, about them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's so so. Um, we were at I was at the game yesterday actually, Cubs and. Um, Blinking. Uh, Cubs but, and, and, and Brewers, and, brewers right. and there was there was a kid in uh There were I saw a couple Cardinals uh, jerseys uh-huh. out there. It's it's remarkable. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you see that's that's why I own my Expos hat that we talked about last week. Um, so I I feel like because I, I have a, I have a Brewers hat, a real nice fitted Brewers hat that I just bought. uh, uh that's sort of that's their alternate hat, uh, but it's got the ball and glove logo on it. But like I would not wear a brewers hat to like a neutral cubs game you know like a cubs rocket yeah. the cubs marlins game i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wear a, a cubs hat because i'm not that's kind of goes against my rooting thing, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm you know I'm not going to be a douchebag and wear a Brewers hat to like a neutral game, so I wear my Expos hat to that. You yeah, know?
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean even if you wanted to wear like a, uh, I mean you could wear like a Tigers hat or like a right, something. like yeah, but like in, like a divisional opponent or like a arch rival, it's just like what do you what are you trying to do? Do we want to wrap up the Orioles? Start yeah, I have a couple yeah. more thoughts. Absolutely, more thoughts. sure. Like one of my favorite things, and so we're encouraging everyone. I'll maybe maybe I'll put a little note at the beginning of this one to tell people to listen to, to watch that before mm-hmm. they listen to this episode mm-hmm. but and you should do yourself a favor and watch it for sure it's, mm-hmm. it's great um, but uh, here's one of my favorite things about baseball is to look the like abject uh, like cluelessness of like a, a frustrated like out of ideas manager mm-hmm. is one of the most like amusing things and it's happened with Joe Madden uh, you know uh Like in the twenty sixteen World Series run, like when these managers are just out of answers, like they they have no solutions to anything, Mm -hmm. and like they can't they can't do anything, and like when you when you watch that, it's it's some sort of like Schadenfreude uh, esque like uh, enjoyment that you get out of it, but like. Seeing some of those those clips of of uh, Frank Robinson trying to like explain what'll happen, there was one line he says like he's like, "Well, I'm sure we'll win one before it's all over." <laughs> like that's pretty fantastic. I love that. I love the part. There's a part where like I I don't know if it's Tim Kirk. It sounded like Tim Kirkman, where he's like he goes. Uh, Frank Robinson is like talking, and he's like, "Did you?" He's like, "Don't push me." Yeah. And he goes, yeah. like, "I was just turning around." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all even the the beat reporters are like like at their like wits end they're like they're everyone snapping at each other it's 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 pretty hilarious and like just yeah just just the look on like Frank Robinson's face like thinking like he can't stop this like downward spiral it's it's quite amusing it's one of my favorite things
1: yeah um, I mean there's nothing like a good uh, a good rant, uh, manager rant like that I mean obviously Lee Elia probably had the most famous one it um, was the anniversary the co- of that
0: recently oh really yeah I, that,
1: that's awesome um my favorite one uh, probably much much lesser known uh, if just completely unknown, uh, is uh, when Davey Lopes uh, was managing the Brewers. I, I don't know if he's still the first base coach for the Washington Nationals, but he he mm. was for a little while. But so Davey Lopes uh, had a very unmemorable stint as the uh, uh, Brewers manager. I think this was uh, uh, still, I, I can't remember if this was when Mark Adanasio, after Mark Adanasio had bought the team, but this was like early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, when he, And so he, the Brewers had lost a bunch of games in a row, and he just had this rant about how he was like... Well, you know, teams have been losing games for hundreds of years. Like, our, our team is no different. You know, teams have been losing games for hundreds of years and they're still going to lose. Like, it's as if that makes it any better. Right. Um, yeah. He did not last long as the Brewers manager.
0: <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of managers have lost a lot and gotten fired. <laughs> That'll happen to me, too.
1: Whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, that's not, you know, that's not uh, a saving grace, I don't think.
1: No. But did Did Frank Robinson, did he go on to manage the Washington Nationals for a oh, while? Oh, he sure did. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: He, one of my, one of my, favorite video clips is the uh, stare down between um, Frank Robinson and I don't know if it was... Rand not Randy Wolf, but the Wolf brother who's a man, who's an umpire. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if, I think it might have been him, but there was, like, have you ever seen that video? I have not. They stared down at each other for, like, a minute. <laughs> like, there was some call and, like, if you Google it, it is on YouTube, I believe, but it's, like, it's from PTI, I think, and uh-huh. it's, like, an abridged version, but, like, if you can, I've been searching for, like, the full version. Like, they looked at each other for, like, I want to say, like, a minute and 12 seconds. <laughs> they just stared at each other, and then, and Frank Robinson's completely stone fit. He doesn't move, like, an inch. And, like, Randy Wolf, like, or, like, the, the Wolf brother, like, stares at him. And then, like, eventually he just, like, shakes his head, like, I can't, can you believe this guy? Uh-huh. And then just, like, has to, like, resume the game. But, like, uh-huh. they, they they stood there and stared at each other, and it was it was priceless it was fantastic
1: there's nothing like a good baseball stare down I think it was last year or the year before when uh, Country Joe West and uh, Madison Bumgarner had a good old stare down Uh, I can't remember what that one was about um, it may have been balls and just balls and <laughs> strikes. I'm yeah. not sure, but it lasted for a long time.
0: That's a that would be a very tough one to take a rooting interest in.
1: <laughs> I, I <laughs> guess
0: I'd have to go Madison on that
1: one. Yeah, yeah. So, I uh, yeah. actually Country Joe was the umpire during that 14 inning game. We uh, uh, he was the home plate umpire oh, to, uh, right. that we went to, the White Sox uh, A's. Um, like yes, that. but but that that it, it was a great video, guys. We recommend that you uh, you check it out if you yeah. get a chance.
0: That t- that that streak took down Kel Senior. It
1: did. It did. Like, um, and th- there was one other thing I that that. Crossed my mind uh, while I was watching it was like uh, they, they told a little uh, little story about how like five of the players, including Cal and Billy uh, Ripken, went out to a comedy club. And oh, uh, yeah. they were like, uh, yes. Cal Ripken was like, Yeah, yeah, one, one of our guys had like the best line. So uh, he, he, he yelled at the comedian, he was like, Hey, we might be bad, but you suck. <laughs> it's like that's not funny, Cat Bill Ripkin. Bill Ripkin. Bill Ripkin. Or was it Bill yeah, Ripkin? No. Who said yeah.
0: Absolutely. No. That's the thing. That okay. So that's like if you were to tell me like, hey, uh, you know, these these Orioles like gave an interview and like one of them talks about like they went to see a stand-up comedian and they were like they didn't like find humor in that i would you and you made me guess which one it would have been i would have been like whoa would that be bill ripkin <laughs> oh yeah of course bill ripkin is the guy who can't find humor in a stand-up comedian and like what does he ex- uh, you know he has I, I don't expect him to be like a stand-up uh enthusiast and like know the intricacies of like telling a, like doing a stand-up set but it's like if you see guys from an Owen eighteen team, like you're gonna take a shot at them, and like you again, you should probably just kind of laugh about it. It might loosen you up a little bit, and you might win a game. Mm-hmm. And of course, he was like, "No, this this comedian, he, he stinks." You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he the guy who he said had the best line was like Renee Gonzalez. Yeah. Think, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would God, I would pay to see that. Like <laughs> Renee Gonzalez just standing up and telling this
1: guy that he sucks.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, definitely check it okay, out.
1: Cool. Well, I we haven't we have another game that we that we had been talking about playing. We're all gonna right. get a chance to do it this week. Uh, uh, so Jeremy and I had uh, whenever we go to games, um, we we you know when when there's a player who's a journeyman, we always like to try to name all of the teams that he's been on. This sort of started with Cameron Maben last year when oh, yeah. we saw him. Uh, who did we see him play for? The Astros, maybe. And I don't even know if he ended the year on them. But uh, yeah, he was
0: on the Angels at some point. Yeah, too. he was.
1: He may have gotten traded from the Astros to the Angels, right. or, or flip flop that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, we uh, that that was the game that we had wanted to play uh, is to 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 name a player, uh, kind of, you know, an obscure player, uh, and then try to uh, name all of the teams that he has been on. So I I have a, a pretty good player um, uh, yeah. here for us. I'm that, excited that I'm going to challenge Jeremy on. Um, And so I'm going to pull him up here on baseball reference and, you know, of course, not going to show Jeremy. Uh, Okay, Uh, so... Um, I'm trying to think of all the
0: like mediocre players, uh-huh. and muscle, yeah. m- massaging yeah. that muscle in my head.
1: All the yeah. all the guys who hung around long enough to uh, you know be on a lot of teams, but never made much of an impact. And you know it might not just be scrubs. We might we'll get some good guys in here too. But this guy is most definitely a scrub. So over a uh, over a ten year baseball career, uh, twelve years. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that spanned from 1998 to 2009. Uh, this guy um, played I'll give you the number of teams because you're not going to get them all I don't think or if you do um, you know mad respect uh, so he played on from my count 11 different teams wow, okay. uh, he never played more than 100 games uh, in a season uh, and he never hit more. His career high for home runs was six. In uh, tw- 12 years of professional baseball, he had 24 home runs. Wow. He was a career 231 hitter. And those could only be the numbers of a backup catcher. Uh, uh, this we are talking about, Paul Bacco. Oh, so, uh, Jeremy, you're, uh, name all 11 teams that, that is your challenge that okay. Paul Baco played on.
0: Can I just say first about Paul Baco? Paul Baco actually, okay. Now, um, if you guys are on Facebook, um, you know that you can go through Facebook memory you get those every day and like you can see some of the things you you posted like years back I counted at least a couple anti-Paul Bacco Facebook statuses that I had posted back in like the you know the aughts or whatever. yeah yeah um, he's a quintessential like backup catcher that can't hit for anything but like you kind of need him on the team to like he's either like because uh, he was Paul, he was uh, Greg Maddox's uh, personal catcher for a little bit and like It's like you need him on the team, but you know he's not going to contribute offensively. And it's just like, man, why do we have to have this guy on the team? But, like, yeah, so,
1: okay. Uh, Greg Maddox's personal catcher was everyone who wasn't Javi Lopez, basically. Um, Also, just one note about uh, 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 Paul Baco. Um, uh, Before we get into this, uh, then... well, actually, no. We'll go. We'll go through that after afterwards. But all right, Jeremy. So you got to. Uh, you got to go. Eleven teams. Eleven okay. teams.
0: Okay. We got the Cubs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now I think he was a Red. Was uh, he a Red? Yes, he was. He was he on was the Reds. Red. Yep. Okay. Was he a Brewer? He was on the Brewers. He was a Brewer. Now I'm worried. Um, oh God, Paul Baco. Was he a Marlin? Yes, he was. Okay. Uh, that's five. Oh boy, was he a Red Sox? He was not. Not a Red Sox. Okay. Um, was he a Ranger? No. No. No Ranger. Um, jeez. Oh, was he a pirate? He was not a pirate. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm on a cold streak. I this these five are the only ones that I would feel confident about. Okay. But um, uh, I mean. I, I don't I can't say that I have a strong memory of him on any of those, any other franchise. Was he like a tiger?
1: Yes, he was, was a he tiger. Started his career with the Tigers. He'd started
0: with the Tigers. Yeah. Did he go to the Bre- or the Braves right after that? No, really. Um, I might be tapped. Okay. I might be t- That's right kind of t- a, that, well. That's a I I look forward to playing many more of these games, and that's a that's a week. Uh, first outing on, nope. my, on my behalf But no, you, uh, did,
1: you, you did well uh, because this was a really hard question yeah. so let's just go go through his career All right. uh, let's see he played uh, for Detroit uh, started his career there he played uh, parts of two seasons with the Astros from Ooh, there wow. uh, he was traded to the Marlins who you okay. got uh, and you also got the Braves he played parts of two seasons with the Braves he then moved on to the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. He then played two seasons with the Chicago Cubs okay. in 2003 and 04, which yeah. was right when Facebook started up. So <laughs> that would explain your statuses. Yeah. Um, uh, from there, he went to the Los Angeles. So this is where he really becomes a journeyman. He went to the Dodgers. Okay. Uh, to, he went, then went to the Royals, Ooh. the Orioles, uh, yeah. the Reds. And then he ended his Ooh. career with the Phillies. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I th- that would make sense why I don't remember any of these old teams because I tried to probably just block him out of my, my head.
1: <laughs> yeah. After the Cubs, he played. Uh, yeah. Five more seasons with five different teams, none of uh, which he had been on in the majors previously. Well, here
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna expose something here. So, oh three, oh four, he was on the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I w- I was not on Facebook at that point. Okay. Which. Is even funnier that I was posing about Paul Baco like a minute like cuz i think i got on like 08 or something uh-huh. 09 so like uh-huh. i was posting about him a good 5 years after he was on the team this is what kind of scar he left on me paul Baco oh my god <laughs> well,
1: what's interesting is that he was on the uh the 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 09 Phillies i think that i think they made oh, the world yeah. series didn't they they didn't win it uh, that year i think that did the yankees win it in 09 yeah
0: they that would they were defending they're defending world champs and they lost
1: yeah. to the yankees so i mean it's possible that you saw like paul Baco in the world series and you Maybe were just uh you know pissed off about it. Yeah, uh, that could be it. So one one point I actually wanted to make about Paul Baco is that one fun thing for me to read on Baseball Reference is sort of where guys got drafted, mm. um, and it's always fun to see like a guy who gets drafted out of high school in like a really you know uh, low round, and then like he goes to college for two years. And then he uh, uh, gets drafted in a really high round. Uh, it's you know you see how they kind of bet on themselves by going to college and not signing right away, and then you know they, they end up getting that big payday uh, early in the draft. So Paul Baco was drafted by the Cleveland Indians uh, in the sixth round of the 1990 draft. Uh, he bet on himself. He uh, he went to college, and he moved uh, up. Three years later, he moved up a whole one round, the okay. fifth round, uh, after getting going to the University of Louisiana at Lafayette so that is not much of an improvement for Paul Baco the guy probably should have just signed out of high school
0: probably but I bet he had some great memories from college <laughs> yeah. um, he Probably has a roommate that he, a doormate that he still talks to this day you right
1: know. right at freshman
0: 15 <laughs> lost it.
1: So
0: maybe it was worth it
1: <laughs> um, so yeah that's that's Paul Baco and that's our first round of, uh, uh, of that game and great job Jeremy
0: yeah that's great Great, great pick, Jack. That's going to be awesome. I I look forward to to challenging you next time. Yeah, right on. And uh, that's probably Mm -hmm. going to do it for this episode. Um, It was a little bit more. I forgot to keep time. So um, it's probably a little more of a mini-sode than expected. But uh, that's that's good. Uh, Hopefully you guys are are digging what's going on. And um, we will be back with episode three um, sometime uh, after May 7th, uh, probably pretty soon after that. Um so be sure to um you know follow along. Um I guess we can plug our social media stuff right now mm-hmm. since it's going to be going by the time this podcast uh, by the time this episode drops. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us at um Raindelay Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh we'll get you the Facebook details in a little bit, but you can check out our website at raindelaytheater.com.
1: And that is theater uh uh spelled T H E A T E R. Yeah, that's uh, the uh yeah,
0: it's only acceptable. Yeah, so.
1: and it, it, it is. And if you're not cool with that, you need to chill, as uh, <laughs> Travis Shaw would say. There you go. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, we will see you next week, and uh, thanks for tuning in.
0: All right, see you.